From KOOP HD1 HD3 Hornsby Austin Radio for People Not for Profit This is Outcast It's a beautiful day Outcast airs live every Tuesday at 6 p.m. from Austin, Texas, bringing you the latest in LGBTQ news and entertainment. You can find us on the web at outcastaustin.com, as well as on Facebook, iTunes, and Twitter. Just search for Outcast Austin. Thanks for joining us. I'm Chase Martin, along with my co-host, Lane Box. It's Tuesday, October 17, 2017. Congratulations, Austin. You survived ACL. But heads up, the Formula One U.S. Grand Prix is this weekend, and South by Southwest is only 143 days away. Festival season is just getting started here in Austin, and tonight we have organizers from two festivals in the studio to talk about their upcoming events. When Hurricane Harvey may have postponed this year's Austin Pride Parade and Festival, but that doesn't mean Austin's rescheduled events have to suffer. We already have our parade, and now it's time for the festival, and then some. The Austin Pride Festival director Alejandro Victoria is in the studio tonight to talk to us about the now two days of celebration coming up this weekend out at Fiesta Gardens. And this November, Austin will become the center of the drag universe as hundreds of drag artists from across the planet converge on the heart of the Lone Star State for the third annual Austin International Drag Festival. President and CEO of the Austin International Drag Foundation, Jamie Stewart Bancroft, is in the studio tonight with a peek of the festival lineup and what you can expect from this year's event. All this and more tonight on Outcast. And we're back. Well, yeah. Took a little hiatus. I know. I was not feeling well last week. Oh. We missed y'all, guy. I uh, I was going to say, I, I'm kind of glad that we had that break because <laughs> between ACL 1 and, and ACL, ACL 2, two just, I had <laughs> to go to a rehearsal dinner and perform a wedding. <laughs> I was tired. I bet you were. Yeah. I, I worked from home yesterday and by work from home, from a bed. <laughs> yeah, like you got a laptop. Did not get out of it. And luckily, my job lends to that because uh, we don't have events every day. So that's a plus. I know. So the, one, the few times that you don't, you're just like, no, I'm going to work from home today. <laughs> my boss goes, what's wrong? I was like, my eyes are swollen shut from my allergies. <laughs> oh, but yeah. I mean, but what about this weather? This, it's gorgeous. I you know, know. I, the, the, what is it? Sunday of the second weekend was perfect. Oh, yes. Clouds. I know. Breeze. I, I didn't realize how chilly it was because I was, I mean, I was like, like with you, like in bed most of the day. And then I was like, I had to go run a quick errand, like about like six or seven. I walked outside in shorts and a t-shirt. I'm like, oh, no. Oh, yesterday, the only time I got out was to go to CVS. And by the way, it's maybe 200 feet from my house. And I got in the car and drove to it. <laughs> I was like, not happening. You're like, no. I, I know. Oh. I would have called an Uber to pick me up and drop me off. Like right like two blocks away. Like, yeah, I just need the to Uber go The Uber driver's like, I'm double charging you I for know. this. I was like, there's a minimum. You're going to get paid the same way. I don't care. <laughs> but, but so, I mean, other did you, you went to both weekends. Of I did. Right? I did. I Weekend one. Well, so my, our company sponsors a stage. Right. And so, um, the home I volu- stage. yeah, I, I volunteer, um, a few hours a day so that I can enjoy the rest of it. And I ended up knowing someone at quite a few of the stages like that were their company was running or whatever. So I had backstage passes to like a lot of the stages. So it made it a whole lot more fun this year. I know when you get backstage, you get away from the crowd. Yeah. And when I, and, and like our backstage, 
because of the rain weekend one or right before weekend one, there was, there was water standing where our normal backstage would be. Right. So they moved it to the other side and there wasn't a place that was bad. It was amazing. <laughs> I got to meet Grace Vanderwall from America's next top Mo- or no, no. Um, America's got talent. And then, um, brother kid was like, yeah, like that 15. little 12 year old yeah. that plays the ukulele ukulele. <laughs> And then, um, and she has a voice of like a 40 year old. Yeah. It's amazing. And then, um, the brother Osborne or brothers Osborne, which is a country band and Yeehaw. I'm from Yoakum. I <laughs> love the country music. So yeah, they just brought the Yoakum out of you, didn't they? <laughs> oh, they did. And then, and then, um, in the middle of the week, you know, or, or the end of last week, I, uh, performed my friend's wedding. Uh, my friend Melissa and Brandon got married. And so for their like present, I got them backstage wristbands to our stage and they wanted to meet brothers Osborne. So after their set, they came down to our backstage. I was like, do you mind taking a photo with these guys? Like, (laughs) Oh my God. (laughs) So it was, it was a lot of fun. It sounds like you had a lot of time. Now what'd you do? Nothing. I mean, this was actually the first year I didn't go to ACL. Right. I mean, and I, when I was, you know, when the deadline for press applications, you know, was passing, I was like, do I really want to do this? Because it's exhausting. I mean, when you're going to cover it, I mean, it's not like you, I mean, you just go around, you actually have to, you know, you're working. Right. I mean, and, you know, and, and especially with security so bad, because like the, the, usually the media center is outside of security. So you have to go there. So because, you know, Wi-Fi and, you know, just service on your phone just mm-hmm. is horrible. And so anytime you need to, like, you know, write something and upload it, you have to pretty much go out to the media center to do it. And it's just a hassle. And plus, I, I usually go for like the early parts because I like to see the, the smaller bands, the, yeah. the more undiscovered ones. And that's what I go for ACL for. Because like when those crowds show up for like gorillas yeah. and all the, the killers. Yeah. But you know, weekend one, I didn't even make it to the, the, the killers. I was so tired. So I went home because I was like, I'll see them next weekend. Yeah. And it wasn't, you know how like normally at that stage, the one that's like, we're looking at downtown Austin. Right. This year it was the American Express stage. Um Usually the the crowds are all the way to the restrooms and all the way to the what and there you can't move. I you could it, there wasn't that big. Yeah. I don't feel like there was as many people there this year. Well, they said they expected like seventy thousand for the last day. Uh, I don't. But the pictures look maybe. like it. But I think the way because you, you you know they had one of the stages that was pulled off to the side. It was on, yeah, so on they, the other side of they Barton took Springs. over like across. Barton yeah, Springs, oh, by yeah. The, by, right by the pool. Yeah, by the Barton Springs pool. Yeah, so they moved it across. Usually where they do the bike parking, where they have that big They still bike had on. it over there. <laughs> <laughs> it but was, it's it over was right crammed. there. <laughs> it was crammed in there. I know. When you see that whole ro- that thing, that whole bike thing is just like unbelievable when you see how many bikes are over there. Mm-hmm. But yeah, but I mean, I think a lot of it was, yeah, because they kind of took one stage and moved it off to the side so you don't have them like all backed up against each this other. This was the first year that only one time could I not use my phone. Oh, really? Yeah. Every, mm-hmm. The rest of the time, my phone worked. I don't know if... AT&T and everybody got out there and like put up 12 million little I know they they usually do that every year and it never works but but I always notice it because um you see people posting stuff like later that night yeah. as they get home and they're like dum, 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 dum. <laughs> like at the event they're like no no yeah cuz I posted on um Snapchat not Snapchat uh Instagram, Instagram. and it, it posted right away anywho anything else going on no, I mean we're getting ready for F one this weekend. I'm Justin not. Timberlake. <laughs> okay, y'all have fun. <laughs> I'm done with concerts for a little bit. Oh, I know. I mean, and we like I said, 143 days to South by Southwest. That's insane. I know. When I, and people are like, "Oh, that's ages off." Like, no, that's like tomorrow for me. Yeah, when that, my birthday is right after that. So, oh yeah, get ready. So, my liver's not ready. <laughs> I know. I need to recover after these last couple of months. <sighs> All, All right. right. Should we do some news? Yeah, let's get into this news. All right. I uh, did not print these out, so they're on my computer. So don't judge me when I can't read them. Too late. All right. 
So uh, this this story was on Tal Road, and it actually happened back in 2013, but they're just now getting to trial for it. But a man, man tortured his girlfriend's eight-year-old son to death because he thought the boy was, uh, the boy was gay. Um, an L.A. County District Attorney says 32-year-old, remember I told you I couldn't say this, right. Izuro Aguirre, I can't say it, fatally tortured his girlfriend's eight-year-old son because he thought the kid was gay. The boy's mother, Pearl Fernandez, was an accomplice and also faces trial. Uh, Prosecutor John uh, Hadami detailed um, the acts um, allegedly committed by um, the boyfriend and uh, the boy's mother. Uh, Let's see. He explained that Palmdale couple, the, the Palmdale couple, um, beat Gabriel, bit him, burned him with cigarettes, whipped him, shot him with a BB gun, starved him, starved him, fed him kitty litter and kept him gagged and bound in a small cubby under, or, uh, until he was found on May 22nd, 2013. The couple called first responders to treat Gabriel, but this was only in an attempt to mislead, the prosecutor said. They didn't call 911 to help Gabriel. They called 911 to cover up what they did. Uh, and apparently they're going to trial. And you know what? There's a special place in hell for people like yes. this. Yes, there is. Seriously, like eight years old. I can't even. He doesn't. He's not even thinking about stuff like that right no, now. No, no. He's talking about cartoons and toys. And what mother allows that to happen? A very sick mother. Oh, oh, makes me so mad. Anyway, moving on to the next story. Next. Um, So, you know, we all know about this Harvey Weinstein thing. And it just it's a story that just giving it gets bigger and bigger. I know. And now, like his company's going down. Well, there was a um, op ed reporter who wrote um, an article and it's is Hollywood uh, rape culture. Is Hollywood's rape culture life at a gay bar? And he said, no consent, groping, a culture of complicity. Such descriptors may apply to Hollywood as more and more allegations of sexual abuse against Harvey Weinstein and other power players surface. But according to an um, out columnist at USA Today, they may also apply to the gay bar scene and be symptom or symptom symptomatic of the problem in the gay culture more broadly in the op-ed titled how does harvey weinstein happen visit a gay bar with me writer mark uh, Ambi- ambender sorry about that ponders the environment where he was where he has witnessed acts like those described by weinstein's accusers and done nothing in response and he goes on to describe how like um, the LGBT movement is also a sexual revolution and uh, a rebellion against heteronormativity. And he feels like that's probably the biggest portion of the problem is that, you know, people don't report it because they feel like they're going to just be accused of being uh, uh, oppressing yeah. or, or oppressing people yeah. of their, you know, sexual beings. But I have to, I, I, I agree with this story a bit because, um, there are a number of times, well, I mean, y'all know anyone that works in a bar yeah. knows. And, that and if anybody people touch me, online, me, they know that. Yeah, if people touch me, I tend to react back. Not, I'm not uh, as nice as most people, but uh, yeah, uh, no, I've, I mean, I've been people. groped many a times. Yeah. I know, I've smacked people, boys and girls. I luckily give people three warnings, and then after that, I punch them. No, uh, no, my warning is like, here, let me put these glasses down. I'll be right back. <laughs> uh, let's see. So, uh, Planned Parenthood now fills the need for trans health services. 
Um, this story is out of Illinois. Last year, a group called Peoria Transgender Society, which works to expand healthcare services for trans and tra- uh, gender nonconforming individuals, invited all area hospitals and health providers uh, to a to a summit and told them about the need for transgender health services. Plans, Planned Parenthood was the only one to show up and respond to the need, said Kristen Haley, the co-founder of the Peoria Transgender Society. She said she hopes that other healthcare pr- providers follow pr- uh, Planned Parenthood's example. There's such a growing need for all services, for all age groups, for young children to someone my age and older, she said. Uh, we have the same healthcare needs as everyone else, plus specific needs for transgender issues. Haley said she appreciates plan- that Planned per- par- Parenthood has uh, narrowed the health care gaps for trans people in rural and suburban areas, which I think is pretty cool. Yeah. I mean, I think actually they're rolling something out like that here in Texas. Too. Yeah. And to just bring it back to, um, I don't know, maybe Texas and, well, the U.S. in general, where everybody's trying to close down Planned Parenthood, they provide more than abortions. Yeah. And that's a very small part of what they do. It's like 3%. Yeah. I mean, and that's only when it's necessary. Yeah. It's the the healthcare services that they provide are vital to yeah. some people and you're trying and to get rid of them. It's the only place I can get these services. Right. But I'm glad that they're now focusing on trans issues as well. Yes. And here's my my last story. I'm going to move over to sports. What what? <laughs> sports ball. <laughs> John Kim, 22, is a senior at Virginia Military Institute and captain of the VMI Cadets swim team. He is majoring in biology and minoring in exercise or exercise science and planning on pursuing a career in the Navy as a physical therapist. Uh, John Kim decided that as the team leader, he needed to set an example. This year, I was elected as the captain of the men's and women's VMI swim team, a 45-member Division I swim team. As the captain on the team, I am focused on working with teammates and coaches on bonding and uh, cohesiveness. If I wasn't honest with my coaches and teammates, how could I expect others to be honest with me? That's why I wanted to come out to the team. I couldn't keep being this, uh, this other person when I needed to be my authentic self. So congratulations, John Kim, for coming out. Yes, congratulations. Opened that door and swam on out, apparently. Yes, he did. He dove on in. Yeah, and you know, I found that one. That was on, it was from outsports.com, but my friend Cooper Robinson, who... Uh, is from TCU and came out while he was on that swim swim team, uh, posted it. And I was like, oh, look oh, at this. Look, there's news. Yeah. Like I could do sports. So if you want me to talk about stuff, you know, just post it on your Facebook. <laughs> I'll find it. I'll throw it online. Make sure you tag him in it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, don't tag me. That'd be too many things. I'll just go look at your page. <laughs> My news feed. That's good enough for me. Yeah, that's good enough for you. you ready Should for we take a, a break? Yeah, we're going to take right. a quick break. We'll be more. We're right back with more Outcasts right after this. <laughs> <laughs> 